Hello there, and welcome back to 5 Minutes with Ray Podcast, as we will be going over NCAA Division One Wrestling today. As the NCAA tournament approaching us before that, the teams will go into their respective conferences and compete to get into a, a spot into the NCAA tournament. So I'll give you my top five from each weight, including a dual ranking. Well, so we'll start it off quickly there, and then I'll give you my NCAA champion as we go through those weights. So tune, stay tuned in. All right, so we'll start with the dual um, rankings. We'll start with number five, Missouri. They really stood out this year with Jared Jacquees. Matt Schmidt is good, the transfer, and they got a lot of other guys. The Elon brothers at 97 heavyweight. It's just very impressive the way that they wrestle and their surprising team this year, even losing Jane Ironman, but having Alan Hart in there, um, Peyton Mako are at 74, and a lot of more guys that are just good wrestlers that might not be the big names as them. Some of those guys don't have big names, but they're still very good. And now at four, Michigan, suffering almost a loss to Ohio State, then losing to Penn State. They will be at my four with struggling Meech to make weight, not wrestling. What's the answer to that? And then at 125 pounds, you got Ragusin. If he gets a chance to go 25, I think the only person that's in his way is Spencer Lee. And then you have Ken Store, who's really doing good this year. 41, Drew Mateen, he can stay in matches like against the Penn State duel that, that they lost to. Nick Lee only got a decision over them in that point's count. Will Lewin struggling lately, barely getting by unranked Elijah Cleary, and um, getting... It, it was a close match, but um, Brady Burge just had the majority of the match and was just pushing the pace. That led up to Lewin losing there. And then at three, Virginia Tech, the ACC champions um, of the regular season dual meets. And they really showed it when they beat top NC State in the ACC. Um, but and scary, Makai Lewis get going out with that shoulder injury, lose down two, down three nothing to Jake Wenzel, and it just it, it wasn't good. He tried to finish it, but um, it didn't work out. And now they Corbin Myers is very good. Um, Sam Latona ranked second in the Flow Wrestling rankings. He's very impressive. Um, a lot of other guys. Like Hunter Bolin and um, heavyweight John Bors is decent and um, just good. And then that second Penn State after knocking off previously number two Michigan and a lot of the teams dual rankings and they are very good. They got you have Robbie Howard, two-time New Jersey State champion um, at a Burn Catholic, and then you have more guys like Braden Burge and upcoming star sixty-five. Joe Lee's decent after coming off the loss to Kim. I mean, um, you have Carter Sorochi who just upset Logan Massa seven one in Ultimate Tiebreaker. I mean, Tiebreaker, and um, Tiebreaker four took four out there to get it on their feet, scoreless, and then Sorochi put him to his back, and then it was it was the, Logan Massa was done for there. Sorochi, very talented young gun for Penn State's stellar lineup, you know, they're always in it, and then 97, Michael Beard, almost beating Miles Amin, Miles Amin's a very tough guy to beat, and then at number one, Iowa, they just, it's, it's they're going to be running away with it at the NCAAs, just everyone ranked previously before Nelson Brands lost to Bronicle, and um, everyone's just good there, so they'll be at my top, in the top five. So now, on to 125 pounds. Everyone knows the two-time champion, Spencer Lee, out of Iowa, one of the dominant duos with him in the Santo.
starting it off strong. This is my number one, two, Dylan Ragason. He's just not at least level yet, but he's going to be something special. I think he's going to win at least one year. It's, if he's awfully sad, I think he has a good chance to be an All-American and make it to the finals. And then at three, Sam Latona, previously knocking off um, Jacob Kamako, who will be in this ranking, too, in the top five at each weight. So um, Sam Latona getting the big one there, and he just like keeps the pressure, and I like it tough wrestler, and for Drew Hildebrand, central mission is in schedule, is not ideal, but this guy shows that he can, uh, with dominant on his feet, so, um, Drew Hildebrand's four, and Jacob Kamako five, after previous losing to Sam Latona in a close match, he's five, dominating his opponents in neutral, just all-around wrestler, he'll get you anyway, and he's just a hard wrestler to beat. He's my top five, my champion at 125, it's kind of a it's obvious here. A lot of people have to Spencer Lee. I just don't think there's anyone on his level yet. And then 33, number one, Dayton Fix returning from his suspension and dominating, pinning his way through the Cowboy Challenge bracket. And at number two, Roman Bravo Young, also known as RBY. Man, he's going to be good. He's le showing last year previously putting DeSanto to his back. And... And so, and then putting him to his back, and then also Nisanto have to injury defaulting and force Sammy Alvarez, who in high school beat Robert Howard, Penn State wrestler, and he's just New Jersey State champion at four, dominating there. And I think he's close to Nisanto. Hard to beat RB winding fix. And then Corbin Myers, who I think it's going to be a good match. Sammy Alvarez and him wrestle, and Corbin Myers having a great year. So. That's it for 33, but before we move on to 41, the champion date, in fact, is just going to be too hard to stop. This number one contender is going to be RBY, and with Michi not wrestling, like I said in the dual rankings, um, I think it opens it way up, opens more of it up for RBY, and especially Dayton Fix. And 141 pounds, number one, Jay and Ironman, he's just really dangerous. A lot of people have Sebastian Vera, um, and they're number one rankings, and a lot of people have Ironman. Number two, Nick Lee. Everyone has him three. Um, Last year, he's beat Luke Fletcher, and he had a very, very high chance to win it, and then NCAA is a horrible news that it just will never forget that it got canceled. And then at three, I got Sebastian Rivera. I think he's just too small for the weight class. I think he has all the talent to beat Nick Lee and Ironman. I think it's going to be a close match. Um, there, the only reason he's he's very tough on top, and it's just gonna be hard to score him with neutral. And he struggled. He scored seven points, but in neutral, he struggled to score until the end. Really, on Seth Gross last year, he was like kind of like an Ironman. I think he's just too small. I think if he was, if he got bigger, I think he would totally be the favorite to win forty-one. But I think the weight is too small. And then for Chad Red, um, having. Devastating loss to Ironman being in the close match, um, putting to his back with Ironman's nasty cradle. That's why he's so dangerous. And then five, Tariq Wilson, NC State. This guy made a run at 33 two years ago, and it was he just came out of nowhere now, pursuing in the freestyle. And now he's my top five. No one, not a lot of people have him there, but I think he's quick starts, and if he learns how to finish matches, he's going to be very, very dangerous. I'm not saying he's going to be a finalist. I'm not saying he's going to be third. I'm saying he's going to be an All-American, and right now, he's going to be an All-American, I have no doubt, in Wilson. 
And my champ is going to be Nick Lee. He is so efficient that um, Armin won't actually be able to use his funk and his cradle on him. He just will get it on your leg. He's a hard-nosed wrestler. And um, he's going to be tough to stop. So Nick Lee is my champion at 41, I think. Um, at 149 pounds, um, number one, Sammy Sasso, who's really splitting the rankings with all the rankings that you look at with O'Connor 1, Sasso 2, and, um, Sasso's 1, O'Connor's 2 here, um, number 3 is Brock Mahler, um, I was debating him to put him 2, but I just think O'Connor's just so tough on, in, in every position, be, uh, it'll be a close match, and I think Mahler's gonna be 3, and then 4, Max Murin, he was in the match until getting pinned by Sammy Sasso's great cradle, um, I think he can beat Boo, Bulu Allen, and I think he he's going to be an All-American this year, and he has a chance to beat Mahler. I just don't think he's there yet. I think I think he's there yet, but I don't think he can beat Mahler. Mahler's just dangerous, really dangerous at the same time. He's dangerous at the same time. He's efficient. It's basically combining Jaden Ironman, who's got nasty cradles, funk. He's hard, he's hard to score on. That's what Brock Mahler is, and then you put him with Lee. He's efficient in those ways. He's like... It's confusing because you're putting funk, a funky style wrestling with efficient. Like, the funky style wrestling is on his defense usually. An outrun, he can get you anyways. He can roll you through. But then shooting, he's just going to get on the leg. He's not going to let you grab your ankle and then roll through or anything. Crazy stuff like that. He's going to get in your leg and he's going to finish. And on top, he's going to destroy you there. So that's why I think it's... A, I'm saying a lot of good things about him. But if I... If I took Sasso and O'Connor, man, there, there's something else. Um, And then at 5, Bulu Allen. Most of you are expecting that after talking about Mirren for a little bit. And um, he's a good wrestler from Oklahoma State. And um, he faced off with Brock Mahler at the end of the Cowboy Challenge. And um, it was it was a good match. Tiebreaker won. Mahler beat Bulu Allen. And um, in overtime, two to one, tiebreaker two, and then a hundred. And my champ at one hundred forty nine is gonna be Sammy Sasso, hard to score on, dangerous, and that's why I'm gonna be my champ. One hundred fifty seven, number one, right now is Hayden Hidley. He just keeps it going, keeps it going, and um, number two is Ryan Deacon. He's struggling to get the weight as he wrestles for his match. And number three is David Carr. He's going to be hard to score and dangerous. I don't think he's at Hidley or Deacon's level right now. I think he's more close to Hidley right now. So you, If you've watched Hayden Hidley, he's wrestling more. And David Carr is than Deacon. But I have Hidley one. But Deacon, he's just hard to score on. But right now, like, Hidley is just something else. That's why he's one. It's like the, when this, like, the kind of styles, it's like hard to, it's confusing when you say Carr's closer to Hidley, but Hidley's one and Carr's three, and then Deacon, he's two, but I think the reason we're going on, like, what's the ranking going into these tournaments, like the championships, is if, if this was, um, start of the year or mid-year and we're not close to championship, I've had Deacon one, but I just think that weight cutting that Deacon's have to do, considering going 65, going back down to 57, that's why I think is going to be one, and then four, Caleb Young, and then five Brayton Lee. It would have been flip flop if Lee did beat Young in the Minnesota Iowa start of the year duel in overtime, but Young got away with that. And I think Young is going to be an All American in the years to come. And I'm, I don't know if like Deacon's gone. If you got Deacon, I think he's hard to beat. And I, I think Hinley, 
I think Young's going to be your next champion after those two guys graduate. And depends how much time he has left. Not sure what. I'm pretty sure he's a sophomore. Or sophomore or junior. Definitely not senior. And this year, the free year. So, um, that's what it's going to be interesting to see. How many guys come back. Like, for example, you got Michich. I don't think he's going to come back. I think he's going to go on to be international wrestling for his country. And now, um, back to 57, champion Hayden Hidley. Um, 65, number one, Shane Griffith. Um, three-time New Jersey State champion at, behind the Makai Lewis. If Makai Lewis stays res, um, keeps wrestling, I think he's going to be my two. Um, number three, Travis Whitley. He's hard to score on. He's going to score on you. And, um, that's why I think. Travis Whitlake's going to be three. I think he can beat Alex Marinelli. And um, so it would be a close match, and it would be good. I think if they wrestled a couple times, they'd go back and forth. But I think if Whitley's going to shine in the big spot for OKSU, and um, he's going to beat Whitley. And then at the the forward position, you got Alex Marinelli. So Marinelli, he hasn't been wrestling a lot. I don't know what his his deal is. I don't think it's a weight cut or anything, trying to make weight or anything like that. I think he's just taking some time off to regroup, and um, I think that's what he's gonna do. And then he's gonna be come back strong for Big Ten. Um, don't know amount how many matches he's wrestled yet, but um, I think he's pretty close to eight because eight is the rule to be competed, like have a seed. Um, top seed in the Big Ten bracket, or else, like, for example, it happened last year, or two years ago, it happened two years ago, when Michael Carr, um, was the eight seed, facing off the one in the first round, because he didn't wrestle enough matches due to injury, and that's not what you want ideal, even though it looks like, from when you look at the rankings, it looks like top competitors I really think is Ethan Smith besides that so it, it wouldn't really affect him a lot but I think he wants to get that seed and get the easier way through um the bracket until the finals so um that's what I think is going on right now and then five Jake Wenzel I couldn't put him two or three and I couldn't move Makai Lewis out because I think if Makai didn't get hurt, you would just find a way to win because that's what the number one guys are going to do. They're going to find a way to win. And But I'm definitely putting him in top five. I think he can beat Valencia. That's a, that's would be my sixth if I did top six, definitely, no doubt. But I think that Jake Wenzel and my champion, Shane Griffith. Um, Stanford, he's going to make this NCAA tournament work. Stanford cutting wrestling. Don't, don't know if he's going to transfer or not. And, um... And that's it. So Shane Griffith, champion, at 165 pounds, 174, number one, Kemmerer. And this is interesting. Number two, Caleb Romero. Caleb Romero is a big 74. He's gonna make the weight this tournament. He's gonna. It's it's gonna be good for him. And then Labriola is gonna be three. I think. I don't think he's gonna beat Romero yet. Just like the size. And then four, you got Starochi. And five, you got Massa. Like I said, Starochi beating Massa 7-1. But if you look at this, all these top five guys right now in these rankings are all in the Big Ten. So when you're saying they're all in the Big Ten, a first-round matchup 
first or second round matchup could be four versus five, and that could be the meeting of Sorochi and Massa again. So, I mean, this it could affect their seeds in the NCAA. It could affect their placement, so it's going to be a loaded 74 bracket in the Big Ten Championships. And so my champion 74 is going to be Cameron. You see two ranked in Romero. I'm not going off this. I'm just telling an example. Romero's two. Romero's a little bit injured, but Cameron beat him 10-2, and that's a major decision there, winning right on the dot for eight, getting that major decision, so Romero is the reason why he's going to be two, he's just like a little bigger than these guys, and of course we didn't get to see the Massa Romero match, because Romero's hurt, so if he gets back healthy, I think he's my two wrestler, but again, NCAA champion 74 is going to be Michael Cameron this year, and I think last year he was going to beat Hall too, so could could have been two, and it still could have been two with the free year. Um, 84, number one, Hunter Bolin. Got to put him down. He's knocked off Headlight. I was debating between Brooks one. I said I couldn't put him there. They're both undefeated. I actually could, but I think he's knocking off the the second guy. Or now would rank second in the flow wrestling rankings. That's what. I use here to give me an idea what to create my rankings here. And then two is Aaron Brooks. And um, right now it's there. Three is Trent Hidley. Four is Lou DePrez. And five, Max Lyon. This guy has been so impressive this year. Getting the big win, shining in the big spots. And But my champion 84 is Aaron Brooks. And when you go by the rankings, you got to do it knocking off the two guy Brooks having it. Brooks hasn't had a really tough schedule until getting him, like, really shocked. Not He didn't lose or anything by um, Bullock for Michigan. So he's a st- multiple-time state champ for Michigan. He's a wrestler for Michigan now. He's a multiple-time state champ in high school. So um, I think Brooks is going to win, though. It's just tough to beat. And if he doesn't win this year, um, he's going he's gonna to win some in the years to come. So, 84 champion. Brooks, 97. Miles Amin. He is going up from 84. And then he's going to be one. I think the struggle, the close matches, you're going to see, he's like, if you watch the match and you see Miles Amin wrestling, he's going to say, you know what? You're going to say, you know what? This guy's not going to win it, but it's the weight difference. Even though he's cutting from two on the Michigan Ohio State duel. Um, last Friday they said he's he's really been weighing around like 200 and he's been going down to 84 um, but now 97 it's still tough but um, the other guys are too big they're just gonna it's just and 97 just going up weight class so um, I think he's he's my one number two is Eric Schultz um, and just gets by Warner and Union. I think that is his toughest duel of the year. And then three, Cordell Norfleet, who pinned Stephen Buchanan, who knocked off Noah Adams. So he's going to be three, Buchanan four, and Adams five. And my champion at this weight is going to be Miles Amin. And he's just going to be too dominant, I think. Three-time All-American, nearly losing, nearly beating Mark Hall in the Big Ten Championships, uh, and then 
he's just always been bad in battles with him, and that shows how good he can be. But going up two weight classes from the last time he wrestled, he was originally going to go 97 this year, and then made decision, I'm going 84, and then he's like, I'm going to go 97. So, certainly affects um, the 84 weight classes. You see, Brooks, my champion, it would have been Miles Amin, just like saying big now. So, champion 997 pounds in the NCAA Division One Championships is going to be Miles Amin, heavyweight number one. Gable Stevenson dominant after he's gonna this is gonna be his coming into final stretch of his matches after stop wrestling in his junior junior season this year and moving on to WWE and then number two is Mason Paris Mason Paris Michigan he's just gonna be he's just gonna be a bully to you he's just gonna keep going at you and then number Three, Tony Cassiope. He's a great wrestler, but it's just so far separate from Paris and him. Number four, Colton Schultz from Arizona State. Not among Many of people might not have heard until, until 8-0. He's, he's going to be that good, but they didn't expect him to go 8-0, and now I'm getting my four rankings. And then number five, Seth Nevels. Wasn't the start of the start of the season, but now that he is, losing to Tony Cassiope in the final 10 seconds of the Iowa-Penn State duel, he is my fire wrestler in that weight, and my champion is Gable Stevenson. No question about that. It's going to be a close match with Paris, but I say no question, then close match. But it's just he's going to be hard to take down. The only reason I think Paris was win, only reason is on their feet. He's the only person to take down Gable Stevenson in his collegiate career, as you say. Anthony Cassaro beat Stevenson. Yep, he beat him one nothing, and he got the escape from Bottom. So he's hard to score on, and I think that's the reason why Gable is going to be champion. So we'll go at, through the champions at each weight one more time, and then we'll cap it off with who I think is going to win the duels in the NCAA championships. All right, so at 125, Spencer Lee from Iowa is your champion. 133, Dayton Fix from Oklahoma State University is going to be your champion. 141, Nick Lee from Penn State, I think, is going to be your champion. 149, Sammy Sasso from Ohio State, I think, is going to be your champion. 157, Hayden Hidley, I think, is going to be your champion. The reason competing with Deacon, Deacon's weight cut, that's, that's, that's why he has the edge there. Talent-wise, I think Deacon's better. Even though Hidley's very impressive, I think the weight cut, having to wait, make weight every day before they wrestle for Deacon is going to be wear him out by the time Saturday night comes. And then 165, Shane Griffith. And the question is, will Makai compete? That will change the whole complexion of the bracket. So, there you go. That's a big question. But once again, Shane Griffith, champion at 165 pounds. 174, Michael Kemmerer from Iowa. 184, Aaron Brooks. He's very, very good. Really, he's noticed in the rankings. He's top five, but no one really notices that he's got a real shot. They're winning it, 197. Going up from 84, Miles Amin. And like we just said, heavyweight Gable Stevenson. So that, and before we go, the NCAA Division One champion will be Iowa, the dominant Iowa, as you see a lot of wrestlers for them in my top five rankings and that's the podcast hope you enjoyed bye bye